Um, yo, what up, guys? Welcome to another uh, podcast. Hey, guys, I'm joined with my friends, um, and Wyatt. Hello. So, um, we're gonna. <gasps> Damn it! <laughs> yo, no bad language, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Get banned. All right. Um, today, guys. All right, we're gonna be talking about Call of Duty. Oh, by the way, we're um we're playing while we're talking. No, game and chill, game and chill. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Gavin. Oh, hello, uh, Gavin. Uh, this is Gamer Man, but my old account got banned, so this is Gamer Bro now. Oh, so. <laughs> but uh, Let's go yeah. riding. oh, Jackson. Gavin, you want to go rocket riding? Yes, I do. Want Are you kidding me? Right now. <laughs> hey, yo, bro. Really, really, you're gonna do that to me after I killed Jackson? All right, sh- so should we just start oh. Call of Duty or what? Oh uh, yeah, we could talk about Call of Duty now. Um, I think it's. Um, I, I think where it's at right now, it's okay. Yeah. But um, with the release of modern, the new Modern Warfare, um, we haven't gotten enough information on it to see where it's going to take the franchise. But from what I've seen, it's an okay game. I know it's going to have cross-platform, which is going to be really nice. But so far, with, what, with um, the new Xbox console being announced, yeah, I'm not sure where it's going to go from there. Yeah. Um, how did that not? I feel like the story is kind of all over the place. Like, oh, yeah, I, f- I feel the same way. Oh no, because sometimes, like, the campaign will go from one place to another. And I know, like, the Black Ops series was good, but it kind of jumped around the place, you know. And also, the zombies that was really confusing. Yeah, the zombies was all over the place. I think that's, in my opinion, one of the worst planned storylines from the game that I played, but it's definitely a good game mode itself. Guys, we all know BO4 was the worst Call of Duty. The worst. I know. By far, for sure. I, I feel like, this, out of all the first-person shooters, I think Call of Duty's the best one to play. For sure. But, um, I know. I kind of have to agree with why I kind of feel like Black Ops 4 was kind of overrated before. It was. Okay, if anybody calls Black Ops 3 trash, I will literally come to their house and kill you. <laughs> oh my god, BO3, it's up there with BO2 for sure. But yeah, I have to agree with why on the BO4 comment about it not being very good. Because I kind of feel like it was rushed. And the fact that they got rid of um campaign was very good. But um yeah. Uh damn it. Um Ian, how were you um, introduced to Call of Duty itself? Why did you die to that fall? 
Jax. Um, wait, what? Um, how were you introduced to the Call of Duty franchise? Um, okay, so I had a Wii, and uh, I, I was at my cousin's house, and he had Call of Duty World at War, and we tried playing it on the Wii, and it was On terrible. the Wii? Yeah, on the Wii. It was on the Wii. Wow. I got first introduced to Call of Duty when I tried MW3. I got it from a Netflix box where you could prevent stuff. And bro, I thought it was a bomb and I was trying to destroy a tower, but I kept killing myself. I wasn't really allowed to play Call of Duty Me. at first because it was written them and my parents were like, it's too much for you. Yeah, I saw so. I get his a knife stabbed on his even though the only thing that is rated and he got m stuck to the table blood it's literally just blood that's kind of how it is blood for me everything. because um and you only get blood on headshots like okay so i was at you know you know at gamestop how they like um they have you they have you ask your parents before you get like a, a rated m game yeah that happened. Po- the cashier so, had so me. my grand my grandparents took me to gamestop so the guy so the guy went you know this uh has blood and gore in it and i'm like oh no they're probably gonna say no because you know they're my grandparents so um but yeah so my 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 grandparents said yes to get it and when i was going home he was my grandpa had this big talk with me about how video games can corrupt your mind and make you, um, I don't know, I guess, make you want to, like, I don't know, make you want to, I guess, do people. You're so bad. It's actually kind of a great way to um, transition into our uh, next subject. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, speaking of that, um, uh, our next subject is, um, talking about how parents um parents opinions on uh the and um he's a rare skin too the first the first thing that came to mind when when i was thinking of this was uh fortnite definitely and um (laughs) oh gosh um yeah there's just it's crazy Mm -hmm. i remember uh not too long on the they news, think they kids are. They think kids are becoming more, more like school shooters or something because of the fact that they rage when they play. But like, when you play online games like that, it's the it's the way you can connect with like your friends and stuff. If you don't have a phone or something. Yeah. For sure, but I remember. Um, I believe it wasn't too long ago. I know it was some around early 2018 when it really had its big spike in popularity um fortnite began to come on the news and all that and many <clears throat> it was mostly about parents complaining about how their kids are so addicted to it and i think there was one case on the news about a divorce over it i know so but that's just off memory i'm not sure Um, but yeah, um, I remember I was watching the news, and what popped up was, um, Sam was a lady that was talking about how Fortnite was corrupting kids' brains, and it didn't make sense at all. 
Yeah, that didn't make much sense to me either. I like, understand what that where she's coming from, but it didn't make much sense because she didn't have much to back it up with. One of her one of her points was like the cringiest of them all was kids stealing their parents' credit cards for V bucks. Yeah. And I was like, I I just cringed so much. I did too, cause honestly, I think before Fortnite came out, like Alie, I know this is not a great example, but like, know how I used to be a COD YouTuber and all that. Well, once Fortnite released, he made a video on it, and that went crazy and spiked. And now he's gone from Call of Duty and Minecraft and all this to just Fortnite. And it, I feel like it's the same for so many other YouTubers. Speaking of that, um... They lost some Ninja. Ninja, definitely Ninja. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. He, like... He said himself that he... he, In one of his, um, streams, he said that he was... He he made Fortnite, basically. And I was like, no, you didn't. Because without Ninja, Fortnite probably would have gained followers just a little bit slower. Yeah, I I But it's the fact that... that it's just the fact that he was like making such a big deal over it just kind of made it just go against him more. Mm-hmm. Ninja rage moments are the best. Oh yes, ninja rage moments are the greatest. Uh, especially- yeah, I think the reason why people find him so funny is that he's getting so mad over such a dumb game and then has such high expectations of himself. Like I he think ban- kids, he bans kids for stream sniping, but they're like he- seven. I think he's banned a couple accounts because he's literally died to them and he thinks they're hacking because he died. And I, I find know. that just ridiculous. Like, if you're not great at a game, then you're not I great come at in a game. Peace. But the thing is, is that you have so many other great people that are good at Fortnite. And would you rather watch a game that's good, but like, terrible, like, just doesn't have any entertainment value at all, other than raging? Or would you rather have good people that are as good as Ninja but still have, um, but are entertaining. Yeah. So it's kind of that trade-off that makes it... A little difficult to balance out. I know. Especially when you're trying to gain, um, followers and stuff. And that also goes into, like, content drains. When you're trying Mm -hmm. to find good things to do, but you just can't, you literally just can't find it. Apex comes out... And then, but then when, when they... Apex first came out, right when Fortnite released the back. I know. Everyone we... was talking about how it might overtake Fortnite, and then it just died. Yeah, it's getting Ninja to play. I want to have a small conversation yeah. about how Fortnite keeps stealing ideas from other games. Like, okay, so it was kind of strange. Right after um, Apex came out, Fortnite did the event where you got the free battle pass. Yeah. It was kind of like they were trying to gain followers, so then they wouldn't, so then Apex wouldn't take them. And I guess it, it kind of worked. Ah, uh, who is this? One thing I wanted to talk about today in the podcast oh. was um, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 and how it's kind of coming back. Slightly no! Yeah. Right where I'm walking, you break that. It was, it was a good, it is a good game. It just, it kind of died down after Black Ops 4 came out. Because sure. that, Black Ops 4 was overhyped for it. And then it led a lot of Black Ops. But then, yeah. 
after, but then after people realized that Black Ops 4 wasn't that good, as good as they thought, that's when they moved back to Black Ops 3. Yeah, so, yeah I can and, agree that when Black Ops 3 was first released, that it had a rough start with the multiplayer and everything, and um, once it was realized that it wasn't a great game at the time, um, people moved on to other games, I feel, and then um, they started coming out with these updates and patches for all these bugs and glitches in the game, and then um, people started playing it more, and it kind of turned out to be, I guess you could call it like almost like Rainbow Six Siege, where it had a rough start and then died, and then came back later on. Yeah. Remember when Firestorm came out? And some people wait a little bit. When what? When Firestorm came out. Yeah. Oh, in Battlefield 5 or yeah, 1? Which one did it come out in? It came out in like 2017. Mm. Man, I feel like the outdated games are seem to be coming back. Yeah, like- for sure. Because I remember back then, like, you know how, like, retro games are getting more popular now? Yeah. Like, I just, lo- okay, so I, I was um, looking through my games because I wanted to trade in some stuff at GameStop. And I found out that a, a Pokemon Ruby Red is selling, is gives you a $10, tra- is it has a $10 trade value at GameStop. That's actually not that bad. I mean, it's GameStop, so they'll probably resell it for like $10,000, but <laughs> it's kind of GameStop. I know. I uh, I got a, there was a um, Game Boy, I mean, there's a, uh... <laughs> oh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, um, back on topic. Um, I think that, um, I, I had a game, I had a GameCube game. It was like Mario Party 4. I looked at the trade value. It was $15 for a regular, it was like a re- regular game. At GameStop? Yeah, GameStop. See, but that's the thing is that if you went on eBay and signed in, made an account and everything and sold it on there, I guarantee you'd have people bu- trying to buy that game for like, at a good at least a hundred plus dollars well the thing well the thing is that when it when you want to get when like well, i wanted to get rid of all i want to get rid of all these games so that i could get like a new um a controller and stuff but if you were to try to sell I, if i were to try to sell all these games on ebay i probably would have a way lower chance for some of them for sure like, if you tried to sell, for example, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 on um, eBay, you wouldn't have a good chance of getting anybody to buy it. Especially if the Xbox 360 sold. version, because that yeah. one only has... Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to try something out real quick. I'll be right back. Alright. Um, well, while he's gone, um, there's this topic that I wanted to talk about. That's way off topic from gaming, but um, ASMR. Hello, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, you can? Yeah. Alright, perfect. But, um, ASMR, people have done, there's this one girl that did ASMR gaming, like, gaming sounds. Whoa. Like, just stuck her controller next to the, um, mic, and 
she just play, she just moved the buttons around. Ten million views. That's kind of like what Wyatt's doing right now. <laughs> That's not me. Oh, it's not Ian. What? What am I doing? We can all hear your controller. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Don't you love when you can hear my gaming sounds? That should have 10 million views, you know? <laughs> oh, Wyatt. Alright, so... Um, back on topic. Uh, I think there's one more subject I wanted to touch on. Um, The in-depth detail of the new Modern Warfare game. We did mention it a little earlier in the podcast. Oh, yes. But, um, I want to just talk about where that game is headed and how where it's going to take the franchise. Yeah. Did they release any trailers or any teasers on it? Um, earlier today I did uh, go on YouTube just to get any extra info on the game if I could, and, um, yeah. I did see one trailer and it didn't reveal much. It was kind yes, of an, just some operators in a forest and stuff, but it didn't show much besides the guy on the cover of the game. The question is how, like, if it's a reboot of the franchise or if it's a remaster of the first game. I honestly, in my opinion, think it's going to be possibly a reboot and a remastered in both. Because... Well, the re- like when they they bring back the franchise but it's a new game it's like original like the yeah. new black movie i didn't play Did i didn't get a chance to play modern warfare 3 but i'm sure the way it left off there's some story building they could bring back from it yeah well i never um i never played the um modern warfare series yeah i didn't either i only mostly played um the black ops series for most for most of the times I played Call of Duty, which wasn't often, but um I remember going to friends' houses and sometimes and playing Black Black Ops 2 or Black Ops 1 and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but, um, that I feel like the um if this is like the new game, if it's a reboot, it probably has. Oh. It's probably gonna show some of the um the previous um. Yeah, that new MW2 getting released. For sure. Yeah, I think that's gonna yeah. be like. Cause like it's MW2. MW2 is like one of the most. MW2 is like one of the most best-selling Call of Duties out there. I know. I believe it was one of the top selling up there with um, Black Ops 2. Yeah. This is my new ASMR with Ian. But um, also I wanted to bring up another topic, which was the um the direction of the Mortal Kombat series. I don't know if anyone here is a fan of Mortal Kombat. I haven't. I don't play the game, but I do know a small amount of it. But yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like um, Mortal Kombat X was like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Nine was um, probably like people said it was like one of the best Mortal Kombat's. But then Mortal Kombat X was like where it kind of got 
pretty bad because of like the in-app purchases and the purchases and stuff. Yeah, like when the boys like, started getting really like kind of became game. a um pay-to-win game, huh? It looks super. Real. Yeah, and then the other thing was that um in Mortal Kombat 11, they made this they made this combat pack that's like thirty dollars, mm. and you have to. Just to get two, just get like five to six DLC skins that no one else can get, but they're OP. So like they released one of the um, early accesses for Shang Tsung, and I got to, I kind of got to play with him because I got like a demo, but he is super OP. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I ever play against him during like an online match, it's basically they're gonna win. So yeah, I. Sometimes I used to play it like a little bit, but um, I noticed there is some, like sometimes in some of the games there will be like one character that you might be able to buy, and yeah. that basically is making you a hacker where you could destroy anyone at any yeah, time like, with any I, attack. Yeah, it's not like really that character. Remember Ian when you went against that DLC person? Yeah. Um, like. Didn't you say you almost beat you? Yeah. Yeah, he almost beat you. But See, it's like I, Mortal Mortal Kombat 11 is a really good game, but like I just like, it has some downfalls, I think. Yeah. yeah I know. Like, like it's sort of just like the same basis of Mortal Kombat X. Like the fighting is good. It's but like you want out of fi- you want the best thing you want out of a fighting game is the fighting. Yeah, the fighting. Yeah. The fighting's good. But the thing is that the story is kind of like doesn't make sense at some parts. Like, I don't want to spoil it, so. I already know the whole story. I'll actually do it again. Oh well, I don't know. If I, oh, you know what? Never mind. Um, spoiler alert. What were you really in the campaign? I know. Which got me mad. <laughs> yeah, and um. When Sonya, when Sonya, um, like, sacrificed herself... Yeah, she dies, which, like... The thing is that, like, I know they wanted her to stay dead, but it didn't make sense when Kronika, like, re... Like, rebuilt the... Re... uh, Like, turned back time, brought back Shinnok, but didn't bring back Sonya. Which did not make sense at all. But... Yeah. The other, the other thing is that, like, Mortal Kombat 12 is probably going to be, I guess, even more hyped because of the cliffhanger at the end of the Mortal Kombat 11. Because, like, you have no idea what they're going to do with the, the, the hourglass, right? So, yeah. But it's like, how are they going to, what are they going to do to re- rebuild time? Like, they're, they're going to, or, it's been, t- okay, so... The first four, the first four, um, the first eight games were in a certain time, well, and, and, uh, and in MK8, um... What'd you say to me? Yeah, MK- Jackson, what'd you say to me? <laughs> in MK8... Jackson, Jackson's trash talking. Oh. Well, in MK8, the timeline, uh, you know, um, Shao Kahn killed this uh, uh, merge of the earth realm and destroyed it and so raiden uh sent sent i mean he it's like yeah he becomes an and like an 
evil version. It's weird. Yeah, he decapitates. But he's literally only the evil evil Raiden's only in the in the game for like the first two chapters, and then he's gone. Which doesn't make sense. One game that I did want to talk about today is um Battlefield Five. And the only reason why I wanted to talk about it is because um, before I had gotten it, I saw I looked up some videos on YouTube to see if it was any good, and um, some videos told me that it was a good game and it was a good continuation of the story so far, and then other videos told me that the game is too glitchy and it was rushed and it yeah. they didn't take their time on the game. Yeah, you definitely don't want to rush in a game that's supposed to like, yeah. like if you want to make a finale yeah. to a series, you don't you don't want to rush it because that's just oh, gonna for sure. Yeah. Shout out! Oh, shout out! Go follow Big Snack on SoundCloud. Oh, please. oh yeah, go follow Big Snack. Everybody go follow Big Snack. No, no, Big Snack without a K. You heard it right here. Yes, Big Snack without a K. Also, uh, okay, let's go back to the five topic. I think the best campaign on that game would have to be the last tiger mission where like you're in a tiger tiger tank. I think that's one of the best missions. I haven't um gotten to play many of the missions on that game, but um in my opinion some of them are a little difficult. Like even on when you put it on easy mode, sometimes like you'll be in a situation where you have one gun sitting there with this a whole entire army fleet in front of you shooting bullets at you and you have like nothing to do the same thing in mortal kombat 11 um in the powers of time which is like one of the things you can do to get like cosmetics and stuff for your characters they originally made the the game the difficulty like super hard because it was supposed to be that when it made it so that um, even though they might have, the bots may have been easy at first, once uh, near the end, when you're about to kill them, they would just pull off crazy combos, and then they'd kill you. So yeah. they had to nerf this, and they said that they didn't intend for that to happen, even though if they didn't intend for that to happen, it wouldn't have been in the, in the game the, in the first place. Right. I feel like a lot of games do that nowadays. Like, they'll put something into the game, and then something wrong will go with it and then they'll follow up with oh we didn't mean to do that just so they could cover themselves and like make sure their franchise doesn't go down and some of the times it works well, and like, most of the time it doesn't the thing that in, when MK, mk8 um ended midway which was the like original distributor of mortal kombat ended and then netherrealm took its um took its place oh yeah so, that and then um that's when they started a new timeline so then they wouldn't mess up anything from the old timeline which was mortal kombat 9 which was based off of the original mortal kombat game and that was the start of the new timeline but then in but then three games there are only three games in that timeline but then in but then mk11 that timeline ends and now they're creating another one which is good it's really confusing. Yeah, didn't it all be like, didn't the campaign start in, in, in Mortal Kombat 9? Like, the whole campaign started in that one? Mortal Kombat, the campaign started in MK, um, MK3, oh. basically. And there's some, there's some game, there's some spin-off games that kind of continue with the story. 
but the this timeline restarted in MK9, which was uh, continuing after MK8, which was when Raiden sent a message when Shao Kahn merged realms, telling the old Raiden that um, there would only be one winner, which caused him to uh, create uh, another, which created a new timeline, and then it continued in MKX. Oh, great, Jackson. Great with the third. And I guess ended in um, MK11 now, since uh, Liu Kang and. Uh, Can you stop? Timeline. So, yeah. Can you take Jackson from the party? Why? Because he's being toxic. I kind of feel like the Mortal Kombat storyline somewhat like the Black Ops storyline from the Call of yeah. Duty franchise. But it only because makes- it kind of jumps around and splits off and then ends in one part and then continues in another. Well, not necessarily. Huh. It, um, it makes sense when you put, them all, put the storylines all together. together. It makes sense. Mm. It's kind of, okay. yeah. I feel like with both games, you just have to kind of connect the dots. And sometimes it'll leave you guessing. But the next game might tell you this, Ever. so then you can kind of connect oh, yeah. and see and, what um, happens. Another issue with the Mortal Kombat thing is the cutscenes take so long. But I think oh for sure. Yeah, you don't get like a few minutes of fighting the whole time. I know, it's mo- like there are three. There are probably there are three hours of cutscenes and probably only like forty-five minutes worth of fighting. But it's supposed to do that because it's telling. It's supposed to tell a story. I and know. that's mainly what the like the towers of time is for to fight and stuff to and you earn stuff while doing it. But the other it's... problem is that in MK11, the um, the skins are literally just different palettes of the same costume. They're just different colors, which is kind of like I don't know. But just it, kind of plain and boring. But it just makes it so that there's only like a few skins a, a few different like costumes yeah but then if you take that and then compare it to something like black ops 3 where each skin like completely changes the person yeah they actually give taste paper skins yeah and like they didn't like netherrealm didn't take the time at all to change the, the, the how their skins looked they just kind of made it they made a few and then they just kind of like, all right, that's good. Release the game. That's all you need. I know Mortal Kombat 11 is a good game, but like, they just need to work on their suits and stuff. And yeah. yeah oh, need- MK12 changed. The graphics are because, like, they just need to work on that. I know, it, and the fighting is so satisfying. It like, is. fight, it's satisfying to hit all your, uh, get all the hits, get your combos right. Get the hit your get your um yeah. line everything together. Damn. I know I hate spammers, Spammer. but they kind of they kind of end that. They they, they like stop that because they made it so that you have to be more precise with your movements, and they also otherwise you like end random combos and but stuff. But it also creates oh, and it also creates those we know as the um yeah the fatality. Oh yes, the fatalities are amazing. Like in MKX, the fatalities were kind of good, but in MK11, they're so gory. 
and that's the point of the fatality. Yeah, I heard that uh, Mortal Kombat X had the best fatalities out of everything. Yeah, they have. When NetherRealm took over and WB, they went all out with the fatalities in MK9. And that's when the, the, the really boring fatalities continued. So technically, uh, Warner Brothers didn't take over from Mortal Kombat. The fatalities might be not be as gory as they are today. Alright, I think we kind of covered every subject for today. We, oh, yeah, what we we're planned. Time. Uh-huh. Oh, fine. yeah. Alright. Well, so, I think this is a good spot to end it, then. Yeah, um, check out my my boys, Jacob and Wyatt. Yo. And, uh, don't, and follow Big Snack on SoundCloud. Actually, don't follow him, he's, he's Oh wait, no! Don't follow Big Snack. Follow Young Oreo. Yeah, follow Young Oreo. Follow Young Oreo and Big Snack. <laughs> yeah, follow both. Follow both. But yeah. Uh, uh, see ya. I think and this is signing off. Yeah. Yeah. Out of here. Thanks for uh, joining us, and um, we'll see you next time. Uh, yeah. See you in the next one, boys. Huh? Alright, boys, I gotta go. Well, um, see you guys, and thanks for listening. Yep.